Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome into this episode of Burpee Nation, your go-to podcast for OCR, running, sometimes CrossFit. Um... Fresh off of our last episode, talking about the Maryland Savage Race that we attended. And again, if you didn't go to the YouTube page, go check out all those obstacles. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna keep the OCR talk going today and the race talk going, and we're actually gonna chat with Josh March, who uh, runs in Power Training out in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, over in Amish country. And uh, if Again, I know it's two YouTube mentions in like five seconds, but I'm going to put some uh, clips from the interview on our YouTube page as well, like we've done with past interviews, and a little preview of what their obstacle barn looks like, which you will see at two of their three races this year. Uh, and when I say Amish, con- Amish country, he showed us like out the back, it's just <laughs> cornfield. Yeah, it really <laughs> it's just is. Just farmland. Farmland. Yeah, but they have a sweet barn set up. It's, so, it's huge. Yeah. Humongous. Like... When you when I thought like obstacle barn, I'm like, all right, like it'll probably be like a good size. Like this place is massive. It's huge. So they have everything in there. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and um, you know, if anyone ran the uh, empowered race a couple of years ago, it was 2019. They didn't have one because of COVID last year, obviously. Like with everything else, um, it was at Clipper Magazine Stadium uh, in Lancaster. If you ran that race, it same same company. Uh, they're doing two races at their obstacle barn, and then uh, they are going to do a, a race again this year at Clipper Magazine Stadium. So there's Yay. three races, and I know you're all listen- you're itching to get out there and race yep. because we all are. Right, and tis the season. Right. So um, May 22nd is their first race. That's at the obstacle barn. July 24th is their second race, also at the obstacle barn. And the Clipper Magazine race, uh, not official yet. But they're looking at Jan or January. That would be cold. September. <laughs> yeah. September seventeenth, I believe, uh, which is a Friday. And if you're into doing competitive racing, you will get to race under the lights. Under the stars. Which is cool. So yeah, we'll talk awesome. to yeah, we'll talk to Josh about that, and you'll hear that in our our interview. Um, before I play the interview, uh, I will give out his Instagram information as well as Empowered's Instagram information, so you can follow them. Uh, Josh's is Josh March underscore OCR dad. Empowered is Empowered OCR. Uh, and then in the description to the podcast and on the YouTube page, you will find links to sign up for the races and more information on Empowered training and the obstacle barn and everything like that. Um, so I guess we'll talk a little bit more at the end of the interview, what we have coming up and whatnot. Yeah. But um I guess we'll just play the interview. Yeah, let's do it. I'll jump right into it. Like, when when did you start Empowered, and I guess why? So, Empowered Training System started about uh, almost exactly ten years ago. We're coming up on our ten year anniversary um, for the gym. Um, it started primarily as functional training, personal training, that kind of thing. Um, it was. A, basically, I had worked for other people. I had run commercial gyms. I had worked at a corporate fitness center. And 
everywhere that I worked, I basically said, hey, we could get rid of a lot of this equipment in here, you know, all the weight stack machines and all the um, uh, selectorized kind of stuff. And we could open up some room, create some real functional training space and create a better gym and teach people better ways of doing fitness. And this was like right around the time when like, you know, CrossFits were just kind of getting off the ground, you know, it wasn't what it is now. Um, and functional training was really kind of just starting. And everywhere that I worked, everyone's like, that's a great idea, but no one's going to go for it. Like, we're not doing that. We're not selling this super expensive equipment we packed this place with. Um, so I just started uh, looking on my own. I decided I was going to go out on my own, build my own thing. And I started training people in parks. I started doing everything I could. You know, I would haul ropes and kettlebells and dumbbells around and, you know, meet people at parks and um, that's not fun to do for a long period of time because <laughs> it it's very tiring hauling that around. But um, I I actually met another girl who had a business partner for about the first seven years of the business. Uh, she was doing the exact same thing, kind of in the same place, trying to do the same thing. Um, she had a, a little barn behind her house, which is funny because we're back at a barn now. <laughs> um, and uh, we started in there and we started part time, built it up to where I could leave my full time job and take that plunge and go for it full time. Um, and then we grew and grew. We've uh, grown through, we're in our third space for the main personal training facility. And now we have the barn here where we've had it for a year. Um, you know, as luck would have it, we leased it in the beginning of March of 2020. Um, so that lasted about a week. And then <laughs> we uh, pretty much shut down for most of last year, or at least we, we were limited in, in capacity. So we uh, did did what we could for the past year, but really spent some time fixing the place up, installing a lot of obstacles, making it the way that we wanted to, um, so that when we hit this year, we're starting to open back up, um, we could do what we wanted. And what we wanted to do here is offer obstacle course race training and ninja training. We do have, like tonight, we have a soccer program going on because we have lots of open space. Um, but we really wanted a, a dedicated... Uh, obstacle facility because there's just not that many around yeah i mean there's really not and and i mean even just starting it you were like like you said you were ahead of the game i mean functional yeah. fitness and, and that kind of stuff really it's kind of I, I still think it's going up you know what i mean it's still taking off it hasn't quite peaked yet and um i mean to to be kind of like launching this 10 years ago like you're probably like welcoming all the yeah all the stuff right. going on You're yeah like, were you were you doing ocr racing 10 years ago no i didn't get into that till probably uh i'd say six years ago is when i first got into it um and then it was about a year after i first got into it that i started doing it competitively because after that first year i was hooked and was like okay i love this this is something I could do. I mean, all the, the functional fitness stuff just made sense with, with OCR. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's kind of the same thing that happened with us. Yeah. Both of us. Like <laughs> she, I, she started after I did, but mm -hmm. as soon as you do it, I mean, if, if you like it, you jump right into it. And I mean, you decided in 2019 and I know you're going to do it last year, but obviously COVID kind of put a damper on a lot of things, but you decided to start or do your own race at, at Clipper Stadium, which probably isn't too far from you. What like gave you the idea to do that? And kind of, I'm curious. Like, I'm sure it takes a lot of planning to do something like that at a facility like that. So, what was that like? 
it, it does take a lot. So the, the idea behind it was there's not a whole lot right in our area. And we uh, just the number of races and the different races that I've done. So I've, I like to have a little bit of everything. So Savage Race is my favorite, but I do several Spartans, Bone Frogs, Tough Mudders, local races, everything. I, I just, I enjoy the variety. And so I feel like I have this wealth of knowledge of how other people do it and obstacles and things that I liked and didn't like from other races, things that I wish um, I had seen somewhere. And, you know, I got the idea of like, what if we could put one on? Like we, we have the know-how. I thought I was at that time when I think we can physically pull it off. I think we can build the obstacles. I think we can do that. If we can get a location, like why not? Like who says you have to be a big race company to do it? Um, so kind of the same way I'm just, my wife laughs at me because I'm just never content. <laughs> like I just always have to go out and like do something and start something. Um, but I just always feel like, hey, I, I could do this. I could do it well. And if it's something I'm passionate about, um, I can pour myself into it. Um, so really, it was just to add another local race that I thought would introduce more people to the sport. Um, because I think for a lot of people, if you put it right in their backyard, they're a lot more likely to come give it a try. For sure. Um, and then it really was a, a way to advertise us. And with knowing that we were headed this way, trying to do an obstacle facility. If we draw people into, you know, obstacle course racing, like, Hey, now there's a place you can come train for it as well. Um, and it's the, the work behind the scenes is I knew it was going to be a lot, but it's even so much more than what I expected. Mm -hmm. Um, we had an awesome crew. Uh, we worked with the mighty Mahal foundation, uh, which is who the race benefited. Um, but their board members did a lot of legwork, um, and a lot of behind the scenes stuff really helped us do everything from all the permits with the city and, you know, work with uh, securing contracts and getting the sponsors, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, having that extra help was was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think what I liked about it so much was that it, it was like a lot of these like local races and local races are awesome. I mean, if I recommend anybody listening, like if, if there's a local race near you, no matter if it's a mud run, an obstacle, cause there is a little bit of a difference, but like, go try it at least to get like dip your feet, get your feet wet. Um, but what I liked about yours was that it, it had that kind of good mix of like, here's some stuff for people who've never done one, but some of the local races make it too easy for those of us who like have done savage race or even spartan and like the obstacles present a little bit of a challenge and they make it too easy and you do, you're just doing like you're going over like a ladder or something like that and you're like okay well this is cool but it's you know just running with a couple things in my way but you guys had some actually challenging obstacles um i know the peak one was pretty challenging the rig the rig I know, was good <laughs> i know i talked to you about it when when i ran it the rig took out a lot of people competitively but like it it gave you that extra challenge for those who are experienced. And, and I think that was probably the coolest thing about, about the one you guys had at Clipper Magazine. Yeah, that's, and I appreciate that. I, I wanted it to be that blend. Felt like they fit into it and uh, that it was, it was a challenge, but it wasn't, it wasn't defeating for new people. Um, but it also wasn't, like you said, easy for, uh, you know, for a local race. Cause I get that too. There's times where it's, if I feel like it's just going to be a, a, a trail run, basically, right. then it, you know, it takes something away from 
Yeah, and um, I mean, I'm kind of curious. I'm sure, like, I don't want you to give away too much about the the upcoming races, which we'll talk about in a second. But but from that 2019 race, what was your personal favorite obstacle that was out there? Um, I, I the two that you mentioned actually were my two favorite from there was the empowered peak and the uh, the rig that we had with the bats and the balls. Um, so those are ones that we will definitely have back at the stadium cool. um, this year. Um, there's a couple obstacles that we will keep just for that race. Cause that's kind of our, uh, out of the three, that's our, our big race, you know, of the three, uh, the first two here are going to be a little bit more traditional, but the nice thing is, uh, we have, uh, the, the barn with some permanent obstacles that are in here. Um, and we'll, we'll incorporate some of those as well. So we have, you know, basic rings, but then we have like a twister, we have battering ram, we have Olympus and Z walls, you know, we have all that kind of stuff here. Um, so we're going to pick and choose a couple of obstacles that are permanent fixtures here, as well as uh, constructing some up on the go path. Cool. Yeah. I mean, um, May 22nd is your first race and that's at the barn. Uh, July 24th is the next one at the barn. And we'll put the link in the description for people to sign up. But um, like what, as far as running, are you just, are you doing like a lap and then coming back to the barn for the obstacle? Or are there going to be some obstacles like out on the, the lap or how's that going to work? So one of the things I really didn't want to do was do continuous laps or do a lot of doubling back. Uh, I've done races like that and they're okay. Um, but it's, it's not as new and exciting. I mean, each lap is uh, kind of repetitive. Plus we didn't want to create backlogs because, uh, we, we want to kind of spread everyone out. So having this access to the goat path, um, which is basically just a big grass highway. So it goes on, you know, for miles in each direction. We worked with uh, the local farmers to go about uh, a mile down the one direction and back. So you basically, you'll go eastbound, then westbound kind of thing. Um, <laughs> down, you'll loop through the barn, then go back up and go the other direction on it and come back and finish. So it's actually one continuous loop without having to double back, without having to hit the, uh, you know, in and out of the barn several times. So the the barn itself ends up becoming like a, a little obstacle gauntlet to kind of give you guys a sneak peek there. Um, but there's going to be uh, one, two, three, four, at least five different obstacles that you'll hit like back to back to back as you come through the barn. Um, and then it'll be a little bit more spread out once we get back up on the goat path. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because yeah. I have done, like you said, where you're doing a lap, coming back in, doing a lap, coming back in. And you're right, like when there's 20 or 30 obstacles, like do, doing the same <laughs> lap 20 or 30 right. times, you're like, okay, something new, please. <laughs> right. Yeah, it works for training. You know, if we're doing classes and stuff and we have a lot of people, we can do that kind of thing. But yeah, we really wanted to, to spread it out, make it a, make it feel like a true race where, you yeah. know, you've got a course. I don't know uh, how much you want to give away. I saw you guys have a warp wall there. Is that going to make an appearance? So we do. We have, we have a few warped walls. We actually have a warped wall for our sign out by the road um, because we needed better signage for people to see us. So we have a big blue warped wall out there people can see. Um, but we will, it'll be available for people, um, afterwards, if they want to stick around, we're going to have the barn open for a little bit. People can come play on anything we don't use in the race. Oh, cool. Um, so we're not going to use the warped wall in the race. Um, they're inside the barn and where they are, it wouldn't be conducive to the, the flow of the race. Um, but we do currently indoors have a 10 foot warped wall and then a 15 foot warped wall that 
has bars that attach on at 12 and 14 feet. Oh, cool. Wow. That'll be nice. Yeah. Have you ever tried a whirlpool? No. Oh, well, not something new. <laughs> They're fun. Those are cool to like kind of mess around on. I, and I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't mention this. Um, I know I, when I did the race a couple years ago, I wrote about it for obstacle racing media. And I, I think I might've mentioned it in that article. I don't remember, but you actually were on American Ninja Warrior uh, at least once, right? Yeah, I was on in uh, Cleveland was the year that I actually got to compete. Uh, I've gone and done course testing as well, um, but got to compete the one year. Uh, I've submitted since, haven't gotten called back yet, uh, so I haven't gotten my chance at redemption. But yeah, I did get a chance to go out and run that. That's kind of cool. Is that What was that like? Is it very different it from what you see on TV? Yes, insanely different. <laughs> and, uh, it's funny, it kind of ninja spawned out of OCR. You know, everyone knew that I did OCR. They're like, oh, you got to do ninja. And I like it. Um, honestly, OCR is my passion. I, I enjoy racing. I like having running mixed in there. Um, it's, it's a different sport. It's, they're related, but they're different sports. Um, both have their place. They're both awesome. We train people for, for both here. Um, but it, the show itself is so different because uh, there's just so much that you that you expect from the way you watch it on tv that isn't how it really is and uh even just the fact that it's shot overnight from 7 p.m to 7 a.m so my run was after midnight oh, uh, most people weren't wow. thinking about how late people were out there running the course right um which is why it's always dark there um the uh, you know it's outdoors so we had i think it was 46 degrees and rainy and you just you got to deal with oh, that you know wow. that's not fun racing that sucks um, <laughs> And it's the you know what the biggest disappointment though of of doing sorry to call American Ninja Warrior out of <laughs> doing doing the race or the uh, course in person is that the beeps don't exist. You know those starting beeps yeah. that go like Doop. oh they add those in later on. There's like a a guy that stands on the side that goes go and that's it. So that's anticlimactic. It. Oh like yeah. So, wow. and I think most people think that all the, the obstacles just automatically reset themselves. It's basically people with long sticks that like move everything back. So there's a lot of time in between each run. So yeah, a little yeah. bit different when you're there. Now, don't get me wrong. It's super exciting. And I was, you know, shaking like crazy oh, when it was yeah. my turn to go. I, I never imagined it, but once the cameras are on you, the lights, a couple hundred people watching you and, uh, you know, like don't mess up cause everyone's watching, uh, that's pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you mean, though, because, like, I I started, a, you know, I did OCR, and I'm like, wow, I I'm, I'm, love this, like, obstacle stuff, right? And, you know, I was never a big runner, so, like, I wasn't, I, I had to work on that, obviously. I'm like, I don't know if I want to work on running. Maybe I'll try, like, Ninja Warrior. And, like, let me tell you, like, I was always, I'm always, like, I'm, I'm, I consider myself pretty good at, like, obstacle course racing obstacles. Even, like, Savage Race, they're tough, but, like, I've gotten better at them, but I did a ninja class up, up in like the Poconos and dude, that is no, no joke. What's that? It was that with Matt at, uh, uh, freedom gymnastics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he competed with me that same year. Oh, cool. Oh, that's a, okay. that's interesting. Yeah. So like, and he's great. You know what I mean? He's so like knowledgeable and everything. And you know, I, I went up there and I'm like, Oh, like this will be fun. Like I'll be able to like mess around. Let's see how good I am. And like, Dude, num number one, I watch like the other people who go every week, and I'm like, 
what are these, like, where are these people from? Because it's not this, <laughs> this planet. And number two, I woke up the next day and my abs were so sore. Like it's things like that. that I'm like, nope. You know, it, it's one of those things that it like definitely looks easier than it actually is. For oh, sure. yeah, for sure. But, um, <clears throat> so when, do you have a date on the Clipper stadium this year or is that still kind of up in the air? So we are looking to finalize it, but uh, it is looking like, let me get you the date so I don't misspeak. Um, we are targeting a date right now. We'll put it that way. We're waiting on um, the the final word on it, but we have confirmation from the stadium and um, from the lot that we use next door. So it would just be as long as we get the approval from the city uh, for September 17th, which is actually a Friday night, oh, cool. um, which is different. But since it's a stadium, we are going to run it uh, in the evening with the competitive waves finishing under the lights in the stadium. Ooh, that's so cool. we are actually inverting the normal run. Uh, OCR World Championships does that for like the, the 3K or something where they run the pros last. Um, so we're going to do our competitive wave last so that we can allow people to come do open waves from, say, 5 to 8. And all this, you know, we'll finalize the, the details. Um, and then we're going to pull everyone off the course. So there's going to be a cutoff time for the open waves. You can be out there as long as you want up until this time. We pull them off. Then we're sending the competitive waves last to let them go out and kind of finish in the stadium under the lights. And hopefully everybody sticks around from the earlier waves, stays for the uh, the festival area, um, you know, and cheers them on. That's really cool. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Do, do you – are you – allowed to run an open wave and then run the competitive wave? Are you going to kind of limit yeah. that? Okay, cool. So ah. we, we talked about that whether, because that gives you an advantage if you want to come right. test the obstacles. Um, but we are going to allow that as long as you're officially registered. And if you want to sign up, run the open wave, play on it, by all means, we're going to allow that. So uh, we're doing some things that not everyone does. But I feel like after 2020, I went like, screw it, let's just do something different. Like <laughs> People were... Like everything is different now. So like, <laughs> let's just, let's see what sticks. And you know what? If like, if people, I, I think it's like, that's a cool idea. Cause like, how often do you get to number one, so run, right right, now, run <laughs> under, under the lights like that. And number two, like even sign up and go screw around on the obstacles beforehand to like try and get a little bit of an advantage. Um, what, um, I lost my train of thought again. I always, this, I feel like this always happens. Uh, <laughs> what, Kind of, you said it's going to be at eight o'clock. Is the, the competitive? That's what we're leaning towards. So that's okay. not finalized yet. Part of that goes into um, approval for the time frame that we have and all that. But it sounds like uh, we'll be good to go um, at the stadium uh, at eight o'clock. Is pretty. Uh, I'm pretty confident about that. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, for those of you who aren't in Pennsylvania, PA supposed to supposed to I put in that in air quotes be opening up opening up again in air quotes after Memorial Day. So hopefully by September, like you guys will be crystal clear. Yeah, that's yeah. The nice thing is uh, about this sport is it's outdoors and even the stadium. I mean, it's mostly outdoors. So uh, we feel good about the fact that by then everything will be okay. Uh, the team, the stadium is good with it. They've already been running events there, outdoor events there at the stadium. So um, yeah, we feel really good about it. Is uh, the strike zone challenge going to be back? <laughs> yeah, because that threw so many people off that I, I never expected. So, yeah, that's definitely coming back because I love great. the way that messed with people. Like, Dude, I was going I think strong everyone's like, until that. Man, I, I practiced the spear throw and I can't throw a baseball now. <laughs> I mean, she, Lindsay can attest. I've, I literally went to like 
baseball fields and was like, all right, I haven't thrown a baseball <laughs> to try yeah. and like throw a strike in how long. Right. So I literally stand on the pitcher's mound like the week before trying to do it. I'm like, all That's right, I, I can do this. And I get there and I totally screw it up. And then I had to do right. 15 burpees, go outside and do 15 more burpees. And, and at that, it was pretty warm that day. If I yeah, remember, I was like, was, yeah. I was like, I'm toast. <laughs> yeah. People were mad at me for that. The, the 15 burpees was one thing, but when they realized it was like two obstacles later, they had to do 15 more then. <laughs> yep. That's, I didn't make friends that way, but and there's, okay. there's no shade in that stadium either. So, no, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> so at least at night hot. under the lights, that might actually be a little bit, be a little cooler in September. So yeah, heat won't that be affected. One of, so that was part of the feedback was, uh, you know, some people said as it got later in the day, it got very hot and very sunny, which I mean, that's what you expect in August. But, uh, we figured between September and the night race, like it was a great way to, uh, kind of work, work around that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, um, your Instagram, if people want to follow you, Josh March underscore OCR dad, and then empowered is just empowered OCR. Um, any other, any other ways like you, I'm sure you guys have Facebook and stuff. Can they just go to the empowered website to register for all these? Yeah, they go to empowertrainingsystems.com. Uh, that is a link to our main page, which then has a link to the barn as well, but there's a tab, uh, right at the top that if you drop down, it says the OCR at the barn. And that's the only one we have up right now. We don't have the stadium race up yet, um, but it'll it'll be in that exact same spot. So as soon as this race is over, registration for the next race will appear right there on that same tab. And then once the uh, stadium is official, uh, we'll have that one up as well. And uh, if people didn't know, if they do sign up for all three races, they are going to get a special medal. So think like Savage Syndicate, the Spartan Trifecta, that kind of thing. Oh, cool. That is cool. Yeah, people love medals. Yeah. I mean, yeah dude, that, exactly. that Savage Syndicate medal is humongous. Yeah, what? <laughs> we saw that and I was like, gotta have it. Gotta, That's awesome. Gotta have it. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna, if, if you're listening, go to our YouTube page because in the beginning of this, uh, Josh kind of showed us a little bit of the barn and a little bit of the trail. So I'll throw that on there for anyone who wants to get a small preview of, of where you'll be racing if you yeah. sign up, but definitely recommend it. Josh put on a good race a couple years ago, and I'm sure these will be the same. So. Yeah, I just want to add one more thing. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, go ahead. Because <laughs> um, our listeners know that I'm newer to OCR, but I did this race um, the first year, and it is such a fun – it is challenging, but it's a really fun race. Like, it was fun for me to, to like, spectate and watch you run, right. but then I got to go out there and – the volunteers were like amazing, like everything. It was just, it was an awesome race. So I really encourage anyone like local or wanting to drive to, to come do it for sure. And you, you guys had, um, I was going to say you like for the first one, you had a really good turnout, even like, it was such a good turnout. Even the competitive people, like there were so many people that ran the competitive wave that I recognized from like Spartan elites and savage pros and stuff like that. So like you guys even had a, it wasn't like one of those where you're like, you show up and you're like, this will be easy. Like you guys right, got some right. like legit people out there. So I, I mean, I, I think you'll probably have the same success. I hope so. Uh, cause everybody's so starved to race. So <laughs> like the fact that you're so doing true. three, I think, I think people will show up in, yeah. I mean, we drive how long for a savage two hours, yeah. like Maryland is, is from here. So I mean, you'll get, I'm sure you'll get people from like Ohio and like, Yeah. do you know, that's the hope. Do you know for the first one, like where the furthest, I guess you see where they register from, right? Was there like anyone from really far away? 
I honestly I haven't looked at where all they're registering from. So like I, I've looked at the names, like looked at uh how many competitive people and male and female splits, but I haven't looked at uh where where everyone is registering from. Uh there's a lot of names I know, but there's there's a handful in there too that I don't know. Um so yeah, it's it's hard to say. Um I'll have to check that out then, but um, yeah, it's hard to say where they're all. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. that would be interesting yeah. to see. Well, maybe we'll have you back on after the three races and we can, yeah. we can see how things went and see what the future holds. All right, there you go. Thanks again to Josh for coming on and talking with us about the races, Empowered Training, Empowered Obstacle Barn, and even American Ninja Warrior a little bit. Yeah, I'm really excited to do a race. I am too. It was really fun. I am too. Yeah, I, it was. Um, like we said, it was hot. I don't remember. I think it was in like August, maybe. Yeah, I remember it was. It was really warm because you went off originally in the morning, and I was like, Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. But the later it got, yeah, it definitely yeah. got pretty hot. So, I, doing like an evening race at first, when I thought like I think I saw something about maybe it being on a Friday, and I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to go. But then <laughs> that you know, with it being like five date or whatever, yeah. and then. You know, the, the later one. I mean, you can even make a, a day trip out of that. Yeah. It's only like an hour from us. So. Yeah. And there's so much stuff to do in the area too, like in Lancaster. If you've never been to uh, Lancaster, there's a place called Shady Maple. Yeah. It's a smorgasbord. Literally, that's what it's called. Yeah. It's so good. It's like a giant buffet and it's, it's you got to check it out. I recommend, especially like, I don't know how late they're open on like a Friday, but... Mm. I don't know if I'd recommend eating there before the race. Nope. No, definitely not. That <laughs> but if is you're, a post-race event. <laughs> yeah, if you're staying in the... Although, he said it's only like a half hour from the barn, so maybe yeah. uh, if you do one of the barn races, take a drive out to Shady Maple and, and check it out. Yeah. And then let us know what you think. About their fried chicken. Their fried chicken is phenomenal. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but anyway... Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I see what f- happens when we talk I about know, food? I know. But I also forgot to mention... Um, before our chat that um i remember at some of our races before you met josh like we would see the team out and about wearing their like empowered ocr shirts and i feel like we see them at almost every single like race we run so i wanted to put that out there too um because some of our listeners might see them at at races like we in the saw Northeast. them at savage yeah i mean i saw josh said hi real quick it was during the race yeah so they have like their orange chat. empowered ocr shirts. yeah it's an orange shirt yeah i think there's a kettlebell on the front yeah uh, it says empowered ocr and then usually some the name on the back yeah um but yeah i mean you you might recognize them if you saw them but i mean feel free to to say hi if you see somebody yeah savage has an ohio race this weekend okay so maybe I'm sure they'll have some people out there. Ohio's not terribly far. Yeah. And then the weekend after May 22nd is their first race. Yeah. So. I'm excited. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you see Josh at any races, really nice guy, obviously, as you heard. So like definitely don't be afraid to say hi to him and that you heard him on the podcast and that you're going to go to all three races and get that sweet. I'm curious to see what that medal looks like. I love that they're doing it. I feel like they're adding something new every time. And I know that this is so new, but. This is great. He, I mean, he, he said it in the interview, like he's taken the, the parts and like he would know too. And, and I totally love this, um, this approach where you, you take, you know, you've done Spartan, you've done Tough Mudder, you've done Savage. Savage. Like you take the best parts of all those races. Like, so for, we didn't actually talk about it, but 
the competitive wave the first time around, you got a band, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was it was mandatory obstacle completion. There were no burpees except for the strike zone thing, because obviously right. if you try that enough, you're going to get it pretty quickly. Right. So if yeah. you missed, you got one shot at that. If you missed, you had to do 15 burpees. That destroyed me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, everything else was mandatory. Uh, so again, like just take the best. He they, he really did take the best parts of a lot of races, throw it into one event, which is now three events, and took the best part about the swag stuff. Yep. And now has like a, a Trinity medal, which will be cool. Right. I mean, we still have our empowered medal yeah. out in our garage. It's yeah. out there. That was a really fun run. Yeah. So um, definitely check it out again. Like I mentioned, it'll be the link will be in the description of the podcast. It'll be on our website, uh, Facebook. I did create a Facebook page. If you're on Facebook, go ahead, give us a like. Just search for Burpee Nation, uh, and we should come right up. Um, again, Josh March underscore OCR Dad for Josh on Instagram, Empowered OCR for Empowered Training on Instagram. Uh, but I think that's it. Uh, coming up. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk to Corinna Coffin mm-hmm. about I, she's doing that real that race we talked to Rebecca about down in yes. Florida. So I think we're actually going to talk to her after that race. So that'll be cool. Yeah, to chat with her about. So that'll be in Everyone a couple of weeks. Everyone is going down there, so I'm stoked to hear how that a went. A lot of big names yeah. going to that. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah, and it's like a like she like Rebecca said. It's only like it's like what three laps with like. 14 obstacles yeah. a lap or something like oh, that. Oh, and I'm seeing so many people post like their training and everyone's on the beach doing stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. It looks. Yeah. Who did I just sweet. see? I just saw somebody on Instagram do it. I don't remember who it was. I saw a few people. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, we have that coming up. We'll have a few other episodes in between. I'm sure. Again, check out our YouTube page for more video content. At some point, we're going to get some reviews on there. Yep. So just subscribe. So you see that right away. But uh, I think that'll do it for this episode, and that'll we do it. yeah. And again, check out the YouTube page for clips of this interview and a little preview. Uh, and Josh actually sent me some pictures too that I'm going to put on our website, maybe our Facebook page too, mm-hmm. so you can get a little preview of the obstacle barn. Yeah. Uh, but that'll do it, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Yep. Thank you.